such thing as a small step, small obedience or a big one. Obedience is obedience and obedience is success. Hey friends, it is PBJ again. Welcome back to Disrupting Burnout. Y'all, this series of women who disrupt or who define disruption Let me tell you something. I hope that you are set on fire. I hope that something is turning on the inside of you that won't leave you alone until you continue to go deeper into purpose. That's this goal that you become uneasy with good enough, that you become uneasy with fine, that you become uneasy with just because this is always what I've done and that you get so on fire about what you were created to do. Y'all, today... I have a special treat. And this is and I'm trying not to cry. Let me hold myself together. Today, I have the opportunity to introduce you all not just to a woman on fire, not just a woman who has so much power, but this is family. I'm introducing you all to my family member, Shamanique Brown. Y'all, Shamanique and I grew up together in the church, singing in the youth choir, cheering together in high school. Listen, when you talk about energy and bringing, oh, y'all about to find out. I don't even have to tell you. (laughs) You are about to find out. And when I look at what God is doing in her life, it does not surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me because what he's manifesting now is the same way she showed up on the youth choir the same way she showed up as a cheerleader. She is the same woman, but this power is magnified. So it is my honor, it's my honor to introduce you all to my cousin, man, to my cousin, Shamanique Brown. Welcome to Disrupting Burnout, cousin. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. We can't both be boohoo crying, it's just not gonna work. If we cry, we cry. It it is what it is over here. It is what it is over here. But this is just a moment. It's a moment that I just want to stop and honor God because who knew? Wow. He did. (laughs) The only one who knew. Yeah. He knew. He knew. He knew. All right. So so let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. Let's start by telling the people who you are. I am a child of God. I am his daughter. Um, He is the love of my life. Um, I get the awesome privilege to work with him um, in this thing called life. I am a wife to William Brown. He is also the love of my life. Um, We have two beautiful daughters, Jada and Caitlin. They are 10 and 8. And... I am just a vessel to be used by God. Um, Whatever he tells me to do, I do it. If it's singing, I sing. If it's speaking, I speak. If it's encouraging, I encourage people. If it's to make somebody laugh, be silly, I do it. Um, I'm just a vessel being used by him. Yeah, that's me. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I need to get into your story because I know so many folks who listen to this podcast are educators. Mm 
Not just yes. educators, everybody's welcome, but I know the majority of my audience is educators because that's who yes. we are. And I also know that after 18 years of being an educator, you just took a huge leap. So tell us the story. Tell us how you got to 18 years and what is happening mm -hmm. right now. That's so good. Um Growing up, I always knew that I wanted to be a teacher. My mom was a teacher. I would see her preparing things. And I'm just like, I want to do that. I was a teacher's pet. You needed something. I was the person to go get it. I, I'm a talker. I like to talk. And I was like, I could get paid to talk? Sign me up. Like, <laughs> this is it. Um, and so I went to school, went to USC Aiken, got my bachelor's degree in education, elementary education, got my master's degree from Walden University. And I was teaching, I mean, living out the purpose that I thought then that that's where God had me. I mean, I loved it. Anytime anybody asked me, like, what did you do? I'm an educator. I'm a teacher. I, I mean, I was like proud of it. I get to pour into kids every single day. I get to teach them something and I see it when that light goes off. It's like, oh, they got it. And it made me feel so good. Right. So I'm teaching, teaching. I actually taught at the same school, East Aiken School of the Arts, taught there. I did my internship there and then I ended up teaching there. And then I up in the room that I did my internship with. So it was like a full circle, um, taught second grade, third grade. Uh, and then it was September of 2022 last year. God just gently tapped me on my shoulder and was like, Hey, this is your last year teaching. Mm. I mm. said, Oh, but God, this, what we, this, this is what we do. What do you mean? This is my last year you're teaching. Well, is it my last year, December? Is it my last year, June? And I found this out about myself. Whenever I ask specific questions like that, I already know the answer. I just don't want to know the answer. Because <laughs> why would I ask, is it December or June? You know, usually you think end of, this is your last year. You think June because the, the year ends, the school year ends in June. So I'll come to find out. It's December. He wants me to, to take this leap. And I'm like, Lord. Okay. Hold on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Hold on, friend. You got to slow down because yes. I'm going to pause you real quick because there's somebody listening right now Ooh. who's feeling that tap on the shoulder, mm -hmm. hearing that whisper and they're just yeah. shooing it away because mm. that doesn't sense wow. that doesn't make yeah. this this is who I am that's it this is who I am like everything in my life led up to this and I'm mm. doing the mm. thing that I always thought and I love it right like it's one thing when things start to fall apart Come on. It's one thing where it's all out of order. That's a little easy to say, mm -mm, I need to do something different yeah. because this, but <laughs> it's real grown when you walk around, walk away from the thing that's working. It's real. It's another level when yes. God taps you on the shoulder and says, give back to me the Woo. good thing that I gave to you. 
And can you trust me that I have a better thing for you? Can you trust me? Because this is the thing about God. He don't just like all of a sudden out of the blue give you this, right? Mm -hmm. He is preparing me the whole entire time to be able to make that step. And I had to get, I had to give him a yes. Mm -hmm. I had to. And the thing about it is my yes happened in September, but the movement and everything didn't happen until December, early January. So he he was, yeah, even in that time, he's preparing me. He's showing me. And I don't just say, okay, God, I'm going to go quit. That's it. Like you can't just hear from God and just, sometimes you have to ask for clarification. Like, okay, I hear you say this. Tell me what to do next. Yes, I agree. Tell me what to do next because I want to do your will, but I want to do it your way. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. Two things. When he gives us something. Yes. The faith to wait. The faith to be obedient because just because he gave it to you today doesn't mean it's today's word. That's it. He'll give you a word today that's for six months, a year. And he's preparing you for that. But so often we jump off the cliff. I trust you, God. Go on. He's like, wait, you really don't trust me because I didn't even, like, I didn't give you instructions yet. Noah, I didn't tell you how to build it. You don't know what an ark is. It's never rained before. It's never rained before. So I've given you, I've given you the command, but I have instructions specific. Specific. I have specific instructions for your step if you will slow down and listen. So let me ask you this, because I know the people are leaning in. They want to know what happened, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Talk to me about what he did to prepare you to say yes. Because I know that before you got to that point of him tapping you on the shoulder, there was some spiritual work. There was some, there, there's always, there's always some transformation, some, some shifting, some inside stuff that he's doing to prepare you for the tap on the shoulder. So can you talk to us about that? Oh, that's so good. Yes. So it it started, I believe it started two years before, two or three years before. Um, and it's funny that I'm now like in a prayer closet. Like it started in my prayer closet. It started with my um, first lady, Pastor Jackie Green. She said, you know, where do you guys pray? Where do you go meet with him? And I didn't have a specific place. Um, So I took that and I ran with it. I took all of the stuff out of my closet. I created my own prayer closet and I would meet with God every morning. And I still do to this day. Every morning, five o'clock, it's me and him. Before anybody gets up, before anybody needs wife or mommy or anything, it's me and God time. And in that time, he was breaking off things that I put on myself. Um, Identity. That's why I introduced myself as I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of God. I am not just, I'm not just a teacher. Mm -hmm. That's that's something that he gave me. It's, it's, it's who I am, but it's not who I am. Right. So in that process, he was just taking off layers of 
who I thought I was, um, who my family thought I was, my friends thought I was. And he was really teaching me who he says I am. Come right. On. Through reading the word, through praying, sharpening my hearing skills, because they were I didn't believe I could hear from God. When I, I didn't believe I could hear from him and just spending time with him. It was things in my life that was popping up and I'm like, Ooh, okay. God, that, is that you? And he would confirm that's me. And then there were some things that were popping up and I'm like, hmm, that don't sound like my daddy. That don't sound like my father. That doesn't sound like what they would say. And yeah, that wasn't him. So it started in my closet, literally. And little step-by-step step, Testing out, okay, I want you to do this. Okay, well, I'm going to do this. And I stepped down. I'm like, okay, 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 we could. It was it was baby steps. Baby steps. That's the key. Yes. That's the key. Because we feel like we have to do go do miraculous things. Go make a big leap. Go do something impressive. And God's mm. like, no, 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 no. What I want you to do, um, I had another episode that's coming soon, and, and she called it one millimeter movement. Oh. One millimeter is the smallest measure on a ruler. One millimeter movement. You talk about it started with prayer, and I just I have this book that I'm working through right now. Um, it's called Pray First by Chris Hodges. Love and it. he talks about setting a time. <laughs> setting a place, having a prayer routine. These are yes. things that don't seem deep enough to be significant, right? Like we feel like we have to do the big thing, but literally, can you set a time to meet with God? Can you identify and sanctify a place where you will meet with him? If you will put yourself in position, you'll learn to hear it. Yes. But we haven't we haven't anticipated hearing him. I expect to hear you because I have a yes. place and we have yes. a time and I'm going to be there and I'm going to have that atmosphere. Right. I expect that you have something to say to me. So I'm going to yes. act like I expect you. Yes. I'm and obedience, like Go ahead. obedience is obedience. Say more. No such thing as a small step, small obedience, or a big one. Obedience is obedience, and obedience is success. Ooh. Whether it works out or it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Your obedience is the success. You obeyed. Wait a minute. <laughs> Y'all, I promise you we're going to tell you the rest of the story. Hold on. Obedience is success. Yes. I got that oh. from my first lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. Look, this is what I'm on right now. The other book, Permission yes, to Live Free. Oh, please get it. By <laughs> Dr. Jackie Green, Permission Woo! to Live Free. You need to get this book. You need to get yes. this book. But obedience is the success. Let's talk about yes. that. So that yes. means I release the outcome. Yes. I release the outcome. I release yes. the result. I release because sometimes yes. we our our obedience is based on what we feel like is gonna have to afterwards. Oh, like I'll obey if what I expect is gonna come. Come on. I'll obey if I'll get to the target or the goal that I have in my mm-hmm. mind. But that's not obedience, that's manipulation. Oh. <laughs> obedience. Yes, 
is the success. Is. <sighs> okay. Yes. All right. So God is working with you two or three years before in your prayer closet. You're teaching, loving the babies, doing what you yeah. do, loving your team, everything about it. You're in this space. You basically grew up professionally there. Like, I know they love you. I know they love you. Um, so let's talk about the moment that you had to start telling people what God told you. Yeah, that was tough. Um, I, I started with my best friends. So, cause I knew, okay, <laughs> I might not get too much resistance there. Like I was building it up. I was like, y'all, I think this is, and this is important. You need to get people in your, you need to get people in your life who know you, love you and really hear from God as well and push okay. you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because the two, my two best friends, they literally took the same step years before me. So they were, I just, I watched, I'm like, oh, okay. And God blessed it and God kept, okay. It made it easier for my yes. It made it easier for my yes. So I started with them. They were like, yes, let's go, let's go. They were really excited. Um, I said, I started with them, but I actually started with my husband. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that was a step because I'm making good money. I've been teaching 18 years with a master's degree. You do the math. It would, yeah. you know, they say you don't get paid, but 18 years and a master's degree, mm-hmm, it's a thing. So I talked to him. I'm like, hey, so God said, <laughs> this yeah. is my last year teaching. And we joke about it before. I was like, you know what? I'm just go ahead. I just, just go ahead and just, you know, just not teach. What do you think? And he's like, no, absolutely not. You need a job. But this time was different. Mm-hmm. And I think it was I came differently. Like I came with a knowing like mm-hmm. this is it. And so he was like, okay. So I started telling, um, I told my colleagues that I work with my team, my third grade team first. And, you know, they were like, no, don't leave. Like, you know, <laughs> they were yeah. just like, oh my gosh. But we got to know each other so well. I don't even consider them colleagues. They're really family. We got to know each other so well. They knew. And one of the ladies, she was like, I knew it when you walked in the first day of school. I knew. I knew this was your last year. Like, I knew it. So it was hard. There was a lot of tears. Um, I had some pushback from others. Um, like, what are you doing? Um, I can't believe you're going to up and leave these kids. Like, don't you Mm -hmm. care about them? What about the the parents? Um, These kids are in your class for a reason. Why are you leaving? Like all of the things, valid points. Yes. Valid points. But I was like, I have to obey. Mm. You don't understand it. I know you don't understand it, but I have to obey. Oh my I have God. To. And God was just like, do you think, and I, and I went back to God like, yeah, God, you know, well, <laughs> I mean, I love these kids. This is like my favorite class, like of all times, the parents, I have a good relationship with them. I got a good rapport. Like everything is like really beautiful. And he was like, you don't think I can do that with somebody else? Excuse me. Mm. Literally. 
had to sit my pride down. And I was I was even like, you know, um, I'm one of the African-American teachers and and they need to see, you know, someone of their culture. And and, and you know, and he was just like, yeah, I'm God. I got it. I got it. Ooh. I'm God. Oh, OK. Uh, I, I'm trying not to stop you every time, but I might. So much, so much you said. Um in several of my transitions, God got me to the point because the hardest part were the people, right? Because when you're really good at what you do, people want you to stay there. And I'm not talking about bad people, not bad people. It's human. It doesn't make sense. It's not logical. You are so good at this. Why would you walk away? But your heart knows there's more. Come on. You know, you know, there's more. And I've learned the hard way. If you overstay your welcome, Come it on. won't serve you and it won't serve them. Don't overstay your, don't overstay your season. Don't jump out too quick and don't stay too long. Because That's what cool. was good before would no longer be good because you're out of alignment and you're out of place. Right. And exactly what you said. If God is telling me to go. That means he's assigned somebody else here. And if I stay, I'm in the way. way. If I stay in disobedience, I am in the way. So I need to obey. I need to move because if he's calling me here, he's called somebody else here. And all in my spot. I have to get out of their spot. Okay. And then let me go back because I know you're gonna tell us. I know you're gonna tell, but let me go. Ooh. Let me go back because uh, when I when I told my dear Edward that the Lord said that it was time for me to leave, first of all, he's like, okay, and he just kept, okay, okay, and then I came home. I said, babe, I wrote a letter. He's like, hold on now, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> we need to talk. I was like, I didn't turn it in, but I want you to know I wrote a letter to the And then it got real. But here's here's what I've learned. It wasn't up to me to convince him. That was not my place. It wasn't up to me to convince him. I said what I believe God was saying. God said, leave it alone. Leave it alone. I didn't bring it up. I didn't pound him with it. I didn't keep talking about it. I said what I said. I said what God said. And I left it alone. And my husband will tell you, he came to me. And I don't remember the time frame, but he came back. And there was a night that God didn't allow him to sleep. And God led him to a sermon that he wrote several years ago that he never preached. He never preached. But he wrote this sermon and he went back and found it in his phone. And by reviewing this sermon, God, God spoke to him. I didn't have to convince him. It was not my place. And I didn't put my letter in until God told him. That's good. I knew in my spirit, but I waited. I waited. And when he was clear, he was clear, clear. I didn't, then he became he became the one like, let's go. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
shit. I'm like, who? I can't breathe. <laughs> It, it switched. It switched. That's so good. And then the last part I want to highlight is your friends. Mm-hmm. So don't underestimate who God will connect you to. Come on. When God connected you to those friends, he knew what paths each of you were on. Facts. And he knew their testimony would empower yep. you when your time came. We're not created to do life alone. We're not. We're not created to walk through this thing alone. And not just with your spouse. Yes, them. But you Mm -hmm. need community. Absolutely. Community that understands and speaks your language. You need a space that you can go that you don't have to explain yourself, that you don't have to give all the backdrop before you say the thing. But they get it just by being there. You know, they get it. And them walking through this before you, that was all progress. Like that, that was all God's will. It was on purpose because he allowed you to see it before he had you do it. He's always working behind the scenes. Always. always working behind the scenes. Shout out to Melly and Crystal. Like always working behind the scenes. He just, um, he just, he's God. God be God. And I tell him all the time, God be God. Like yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. just, he's good. He's, he's good. that good. Hey friend, I'm just popping in to let you know that I have just a handful of openings on my calendar over the next three months for one-on-one coaching clients. If you are an accomplished woman who has found that you've lost your fire over time, if you have been successful doing all the things, but you just want to love your work again, if you're really good at what you do, but you know that there is more, then you need to reach out. Go to connectwithpbj.com. Sign up for a connect call. We'll jump on real quick. I just need to make sure you're a good candidate for my coaching program. And if so, we'll dig in together and I'll walk this journey with you. All right, y'all reach out, connectwithpbj.com. I look forward to speaking with you. Hello, my name is Ashley and I had the privilege of experiencing Dr. PBJ as one of my coaches in a business accelerator program for women called Purpose to Platform. And Dr. PBJ actually served as our subject matter expert and our mindset coach throughout the program. And she brought over 30 years of experience in academia. Um, Her professional training is amazing. Her experience is very relevant and she's and applicable and we were so fortunate to benefit from her being our mindset coach. Dr. PBJ is compassionate and very skilled in creating safe spaces for uh, in creating safe spaces. I'll leave it at I'll leave it at that. And she's also um, very skilled in walking her clients through transformation. Um, you will have a transformative experience if you work with Dr. PPJ. She worked with our cohort and literally most of us were, I would say, in the caterpillar stage when we came in. There were many things that we needed to develop, many things that we needed clarity on and support in. And she walked us through this um, transformative experience. She took us through the cocoon stage and ultimately helped us to build resilience, confidence, self-acceptance um, and Uh, build us up to be the butterflies that we are and that we need to be to succeed in business. 
And so if you're looking for a coach who's relatable, who is compassionate, authentic, authentic, effective, and ultimately transformative, then you found the right woman in Dr. PBJ. Thank you. All right, keep going. Let's keep going. So 18 years, September, yeah. God says, tap, 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 time to move yep. on. He didn't say what to move on to is my understanding. Right. He just said, it's right. time. let's just say that. He said, it's time for you to leave. He didn't say that's, this is what you're going to do. Okay. That's, yeah. So I was like, I am a very type A person. I like to plan. I like things in order. Okay, I'm going to do this first, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this. And this just took me by like, I'm like, wait, okay. All right, this is my last year. Okay, so what am I going to do? Here I go planning. Okay, so I'm going to sub. I'll be a substitute. I can go to different schools, touch different kids. You know, like, you know, I can get, you know, all of that. I can do all of that. And then he was like, no, your last year teaching. I was like, whew. Okay, so I was like, God, it was a real earnest prayer. Honestly, I was just like, okay, Lord. So by this time, um, I was singing. We came out with our first album, um, Forward City Music. Shout out. Um, We came out with our first. Yes, we we did our live recording. And so I'm thinking, oh, we about to. Okay, okay, God. So that's what it's going to be, right? No. Oh, okay. So I'm like, well, Lord. If you could just, you ever do that? If you could just, prayer, if you could just uh, help us sister out. All right, here's what, here's what my desire is. I would love to do something that would take my 18 years of teaching experience. It's flexible. So when we do go to uh, places like Africa and different places to sing that I don't have, you know, it's flexible. I don't have to... Um, find subs or find, you know, all the things that you have to do if you have to take a leave. Um, I was like, you know, if it could be that, I would be mighty grateful. The very next week, very next week, I'm at church doing what I do and I'm approached by a pastor of the church and she says, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm like, oh, what I do? I always do that. What I do? Um, So she's like, yeah, hypothetically speaking, what would you say if um, we have you be like our kid city director? We just go pause right there. I said, "Oh, well, what what is that? What does that? What does that?" It's just like you know, so that um, we can use your eighteen years of experience. And we can, and it's flexible. So if you guys need to go someplace, you can literally saying the things that I prayed in my prayer closet, me and Jesus, that's it. Literally said it. Both got chills at the same time. And I'm like, I literally just prayed this prayer last week. And even with that, I said, let me pray on it. And let me talk to my husband about it. And we'll see. Because at this time, I'm still working. I'm still a teacher. I'm still full time. And they're asking for this. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot. This is a lot, Lord. Um, and so I go home. I'm like, hey, this is what, long story short, God is like, this is it. This is what I have for you in this season. I am taking you from the education system and I am placing you boop, here in my church to do what you've been doing for 18 years and to help those um, 
now learn about me. Mm. Public education, mm. I couldn't do that. I couldn't That's teach right. them about him. Now I'm able to help our volunteers pour the love of Jesus, teach Jesus to, to the babies, to our kids. And I was just like, God, he just, he literally blew my mind. And even with that, while we're getting this stuff ready, I'm still working. I'm still doing the last instruction that he gave me. I'm, I'm getting steady doing it. I'm teaching. I'm showing up on time. I'm still doing everything to the best of my ability. Um, I write the letter. I write the letter. I turn it in. And they're like, well, I just want you to know we can't let you. You're under contract. So we have to find a replacement before we can actually let you go. They're not going to let you go was the words. They're not going to let you go. That was, the words. that was their words. But God worked different. And long story short, December is the time where we they have like graduations, right? So first year teachers are graduating in December and looking for work for January. There was one candidate that interviewed and she is now, she's taking my place. Miss Chavis, she's taking my place at East Aiken. They found a replacement quick, quicker than I thought. I was like, oh, okay, I'll have till February. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. I can breathe a little bit. No, it was within two weeks. They were like, yeah, okay, we found someone. I'm like, what? <laughs> hold on, God. I was doing a you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Pause, time out, time out. Um, but yeah, they found a replacement. She was able to come with me during my last week and observe. I was able to give basically give her the reins, like talk to her about the kids, like this this little Johnny, little Johnny likes this, you know, kind of thing. Um, here is what I do. Here's how I set up my plans. All of the things. He literally had her in place to just whoop, take my place. So yeah, it was a it was a scary, easy transition. Because he doesn't miss a detail at all. He doesn't, he doesn't miss a detail, right? So before he called you out, or even as he was calling you out before you wrote the letter, right? He already had you, like you, you went to Africa with Fort City and you all yeah. performed at the Stellars. Like there was already yeah. evidence. There was already evidence of what he was doing before he officially sure. released you. Like he didn't wait until you wrote the letter. He didn't wait until you had fully transitioned out. There was already evidence of, of a new season. Oh, yeah. And in, in that space, if we're not careful, we'll get frustrated because those seasons don't seem to fit. Like I want to go to Africa with Forest City, but now I need somebody to cover my classroom while I'm gone for this amount of time. And, and I'm a mom and I'm a wife and it, it doesn't seem to fit. And if you're not aware that you're in transition, Good. if you're not aware of the transition, it can cause frustration and confusion. And the enemy would try to make you feel like something is wrong or that you've done something wrong or maybe the place that you work is wrong because you don't realize. But if you stop for a moment and just realize, OK, I'm in transition. I don't know what you're doing, God, but something new is coming in that doesn't quite align with what I've been doing. So I, I trust you. I'm, I'm in transition. Yeah. If you recognize it and transition can be a tough place because there's a lot of pressure. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of pressure that comes when you're in transition. You feel like the walls are closing in on you. There's you death. It's like, say yeah. again. There's death. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Talk yeah, about that. Heal that old thing to accept that new thing. Mm. There's death, and when you mm. when there's death, there's there's grieving that you go through. I I grieved. I grieved. Yeah, and this wasn't like Ooh. a whoa, okay, God, let's go. It was like uh, it's like. I grieved because it was a death. It was a what, I, what who I saw myself as. Now I, it's something brand new. Like, yeah, yeah. It was Ooh. a process. Let's talk about grief. Let's talk about the grieving because yeah. you don't understand, right? You don't know that when you're leaving something that is good and that you love, Ooh. truly yeah. love. Yes. You need to allow yourself to grieve. You, I, I remember, I remember August 21, um, we were preparing to move our students in, right? It was freshman move in. I was there like five o'clock in the morning because we got to set everything up and get ready. And I pulled into my parking space and just cried because I knew that was my last one. I hadn't yeah. told anybody. I hadn't told anybody, I hadn't said anything, but I knew that was my last freshman moving. I knew it, it didn't make any sense, but I just knew it. And I just sat there in my car and I wept and I cried. And as I told my student leaders that I was leaving, and as I told my staff that I was leaving, I just cried because I love these people and they don't understand. It doesn't feel like love. It doesn't feel like love to them. Yeah. But when I tell you, just like you just said, the thing that you love most, you still have. You're still teaching babies. Yeah. Still. You're still teaching babies. So we often feel like God is making us start all over. We often feel like God is making us throw away all the things I've been doing this for 18 years and I got to start over. That's like, this is not a start over. This is the next level. Promotion. I'm literally, literally, this is promotion. You've been faithful over a few things. You've been faithful over 18 years. I can trust you with this. Ooh, I just felt that. Mm-mm-mm. I just felt that. I just felt that. What is the scripture? Help me, cousin. Promotion doesn't come from the east or the west. Is that the scripture? I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, you I'm going to have to look it up. But here, here's the thing. We expect promotion to yeah. be in the traditional sense. Come on. We stay in a frustrated place because we're waiting on people to tell us we're good enough, to tap Mm -hmm. us on the shoulder, to give us a seat at the table, to give us the promotion. But promotion comes from God. Period. Elevation comes from God. And even if it comes through your traditional structure, the people didn't give it to you. Literally. The people didn't give it to you. It's Promotion comes from God, right? Absolutely. So you're promoted. So now yeah, you just, are. Go let me ahead. just say with that promotion, like um, I felt and I was telling I was telling everybody, I was like, I feel like I'm being promoted, but everything around me is not like my salary ain't promoted. Hmm? Talk. Talk. <laughs> Talk. It, it ain't. <laughs> Talk. It ain't. I, 
and more responsibility with, with less of what I'm used to making. But all at the same time, I feel within everything that I know, I feel, I'm like, I am promoted. Like what a privilege in an honor to be chosen as someone that you can trust to be over this ministry that is near and dear to your heart. Like that is promotion. He promoted me. And I'm telling you, we lack nothing. Say that. Nothing. Because that was the biggest concern. I was just like, Lord, we just bought a new house two, two years ago, a thousand square foot house, beautiful, love it, right? I'm like, Lord, am I going to have to give up my house? He said, you won't feel a thing. You won't feel it. You won't feel it. And let me just share with you, we have not. Literally, my husband, they offered him a new job at, uh, he works at Savannah Riverside, they offered him a new job more, more pay, all of this, right? So I was like, oh my God, this is God. Two days before he's supposed to take that new job, his old job offered him more pay, a step, paying for his student loans, paying for him to go to school. Literally the amount that we would lack from me leaving my job, I'm talking about to the dollar, was the same <laughs> that he gave my husband. Tell me, tell me. God be God. Yes. Exceedingly abundantly Mm -hmm. above all because you just wanted to replace a salary. You were worried about an amount and God's like, I got you better. Here's the amount plus the school, plus the loans, plus the freedom, plus the flexibility, plus the working in the kingdom, plus the freedom to go travel and sing. I got literally, literally, and it's just getting started. <laughs> Listen, we're just getting started. <sighs> this ain't even the end. This, we are just getting started. Can you talk to us a little bit about freedom? Yeah, and what that looks like, and what that feels like because comfort is not necessarily freedom no it's not the same thing comfort is not necessarily peace Mm -mm. it's not the same thing talk to us about freedom man uh me and freedom we have we have a relationship um was not free was bound um tried to be uh, people, oh, yeah, you're so loud, you're so, and I'm like, okay, well, let me just try to not be who God created me to be, just to fit in, so I don't feel awkward or weird, but it was in me learning who God called me to be, where I found my freedom. Um, we had this pastor come a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Manny, and he was talking about freedom isn't you being free to do whatever it is you want to do. Freedom is being a slave to God. Talk, say more. Say more. Can you see? Can you see? <laughs> <laughs> Let the people breathe. Let the people breathe and, and then say more. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's about being a slave to God. And that is the real freedom. When God knows exactly who he's called you to be, he knows exactly what he wants you to do. And when you are in his will, that is freedom. 
And it's the safest place you could ever be. The safest place you could ever be is in the will of God. Yeah. 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 That is freedom to me. And it's a choice for me now. I can choose to be free or I can choose to be bound. And it's an everyday kind of thing. It's not like I got my freedom. That's it. That's it. No, I have to choose every day to be free. Every day I have to choose. I am going to be who God has called me to be. If it makes somebody uncomfortable, good. Mm. Mm. I'm going to. I'm not going to spit in the face of my God and try to be something else that he did not create me to be. It's too much work, first of all. Like, work. who has the time? <laughs> or the and energy? It's pressure. Yes. It's work and it's pressure. You are performing. Yes. You are performing. And you know what? Our bodies feel it. So we got sicknesses. Okay. We got pain. We got disease because we are performing, trying to show up as something that we're not. Our mind is overwhelmed. It cannot be free. Our soul is overwhelmed. Our heart is overwhelmed because performing is too much work. He said, my yoke is easy. Easy. And my burden is light. So yes, there's a yoke, right? That's the slave part. Yes, there's a yoke, but the yoke fits me. It fits me perfectly. It's who I am. Yeah. It's who I am. So literally when I show up, this is what you get. This is what you get, whether whether you're singing or you're teaching the babies or you're leading that staff or you are mommy, mommying right. or wiping or whatever you're doing. This is who you get because this is who he made me to be. I don't have to have multiple personalities. Mm. I'm just I'm just Shamanique. I'm yeah. just the shamanic God called me to be. I don't have to be this thing for this person, this thing for this person, this thing for this person. I could just be me. And when I show up, the, the me that God created me to be, when I show up, he shows up. Period. Wait a minute. Say that again. Say that again. When I show up, he shows up. The I, the me that he created me to be, when I show up, he shows up. And that's the power you bring in the room. Absolutely. And that's why we lay down low self-esteem. We lay down yes. imposter syndrome. We lay yes. down people pleasing. We lay down doubt. And we walk in with the power that has been given unto us from the creator. I'm showing up confident, not because yes. I'm cocky, not because I'm prideful, but I'm responsible for the oil that I carry. I'm responsible. Yeah. I'm responsible to share. I was, I'm, I'm writing this book. Y'all pray, pray, pray. Yes. I'm writing this book. I promise you, I'm going to declare it. This book is coming out this year. I'm yes. Publicly. This book will be published this year. And I just recently wrote and I was writing it in tears because it's not something that I've ever said before. It just flowed through me as I was writing and I was writing about what purpose is. And it is literally the reflection of your father in you. It is your spiritual Ooh. DNA. It's how you look like him. 
It's how you look like him. So when you show up in the fullness of your purpose, your brilliance, it is you looking like your father. It is who you are. It is who you are. And freedom, choosing the yoke, taking up my cross, is allowing him to shine forth with no restriction. Oh, cousin. All right. I, we could talk. We we got so much to catch up on, but we got to yeah. let the people go. But before we yeah. go, there's something else that you're doing here lately that God has allowed you to do on the social medias. There is something else that you're doing. So tell me about Saturdays with Sham, how you got there and the vision that God is giving you. Saturdays with Sean is literally the randomest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it was literally one day I was sitting in my prayer closet and I was like, oh, somebody could actually glean from it. I'm, I'm actually learning God as a teacher, right? Like in the past, I've learned him as father. I've learned him as friend. And now we're in this season of me learning him as teacher. And he was just like, I want you to teach what I'm teaching you. Whatever I share with, don't hold it for yourself. Like there are other people that are waiting to hear uh, and their freedom is, is locked up in what you have to say. So speak. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I did two in one day, right? I was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna record two. And then I'm just gonna post it on social media and that's it. And he was like, no, I don't want you to pre-record. I want you during that week, whatever I speak to you, I want you to share. I don't want you to make it anything bigger than what I just want you to obey. It doesn't have to be this. It doesn't have to be this. So I'm basically literally every Saturday, two o'clock, I'm just sharing with my viewers what God has shared with me during that week. So it's fresh. <laughs> Everything is fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I have no idea where it's going. I have no idea like how he, how, how it's going to look in the next. I don't even know what the next, I don't know if I'm going to do it for a year, two years. I don't even know. I'm literally just out here walking with him. That's, that's what Saturdays with Shaman is. You're going to get so it all. Cool. You're going to get help. You're going to get, you might get some singing. You, you'll you get the word for sure. And what he's teaching me, that's literally it. all it is. Oh, it's so good. It's so, it's so good because what God is telling us to do, you don't have to do 10 million things. We're releasing perfection, that spirit of perfectionism. The scripture that tells us to be perfect means to be mature. Come on. It needs to be mature. It does not mean to be without error. And yeah. God is calling us just to walk. Just walk with him. Just walk with him. And he will do the rest. You don't have to have all the things, do all the things. Most people will say, I need a website and I need a this and I need a camera and I need a light. And I need a and God's like, you don't need that. Do you have a phone? What I mean, what That's- what do you have in your hand? What do you have? You're about to make me run. Okay. <laughs> no, you're about to make me slap run right now. Like, what? Because you're language. Come on. What do you have in your hand? What do you have in your house? That's all. Ever, all you need is all, all you have is all you need. That's it. Period. Period. Just do what I'm telling you to do. Just do what I'm telling So, listen, 
y'all listen. I, me and my cousin might go scream or run or whatever, like because if 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 we could really tell y'all the whole story, come on. Like if we could really tell y'all the whole story, like I, I've told y'all about Crockettville. I've I've told you. I told you about Crockettville. If we could tell you the whole story, we don't even have time. Mm. We don't have time to tell you the whole story. We don't have time to tell you all the things because there's more. There's so, so many testimonies, so many testimonies that have built to this place. Absolutely. And we're just getting started. Just getting started. <laughs> and we're just getting started. And we're just getting started. So my prayer is that you will hear this testimony. Revelations 12 and 11 says we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of the test word of our testimony. I need you to hear this testimony so that your heart can be free to obey. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know the outcome. You don't have to know how it's going to work out. If you have a word, that's all you need. That's all you need. Because our father is trustworthy. He's trustworthy. Cousin, is there anything else you want to share with the people? I think we've covered it. The one thing I do want to say is, you spoke to it like you see people doing things and you're like, wow, they have all this freedom. They have all this. But let me tell you, you just you just have to start like you don't know the things that we struggle with. And we and we come out here and we do this like the Saturdays with Sham. It was literally a just start. Everything that you said, I went to God about. OK, well, I need a website. Well, I need this. I need. And he was like, use, use what you have in your hand. I use my phone. Me, me, my phone and Canva. That's it. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you do have to obey. Mm. Period. Period. That's it. That's it. Shamik, how can the people connect with you? How can they hear more? What's going on with Forest City? Just give the update because I know they I know they want to follow your journey. I know they want to hear from you. So tell them. Absolutely. Well, um, I have Facebook, Shamanique Brown, uh, Instagram. My uh, handle is Shamanique. And you can also follow Forward City Music um, or our church, Forward City, um, the four W-R-D-W-D-W-D <laughs> City. Um, we will be coming out with a new album. We did a live recording on um, New Year's Eve and the album will be out. April 7th. So, so excited about that. Um, God has blessed me with the opportunity to bless him uh, through song. And it's been a dream of mine that is, it was a hidden dream. Um, It was a hidden dream. And he uncovered it. And just like, this is, this is it. So he's such a loving, loving, loving father. He never forgets. And every word that he speaks will come to pass. Amen. It will come to pass. 
no matter the the time. Um, oh, I can go on, but I won't. But yeah, um, that's where you can find me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I could go on too, because as you're saying that, like I remember you in Wade Hampton High School Gospel Choir. Like yeah. I remember you in St. John Baptist Church Youth Choir. Um, so I, I, this none of this surprises me. Beautiful. None of this is a surprise. God knew then. Yes. He yes. knew now then. He knew now yes. then. <sighs> Amen. All right. We got to stop. Listen, all of her contact information will be in the show notes. Um, I want you all to follow Shamanique, follow Saturdays with Sham, get this encouragement, take this journey, because sometimes you need to see it before you do it. Come on. Sometimes you need to see somebody else do it, watch their journey, and it prepares your heart. It starts to till the soil of your heart to prepare you for what God has for you. Don't be PBJ. There's already one that's taken care of. Don't be Shamanique. There's already one that's taken care of. But you have a brilliance. You have a purpose. You have a peculiar, unique, innate thing that God created you to do like nobody else. Nobody can do it like you. So you need to show up. You have to show up because nobody can do your thing like you. And we just want to be examples and testimonies to you that you can trust God. He is trustworthy. He is trustworthy. You can trust him and you can obey and obedience is the success. Yes. As always, you know that you are powerful. You are significant and you are so deeply loved. So deeply loved. Love always, PBJ. Bye, y'all.